Welcome back to Titans Time, the tailor-made podcast for all Tennessee Titans fans. Welcome back to Titans Time. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs, here with my co-host, Tyler Staggs. Tyler, uh, it's been an exciting couple of days so far with the NFL draft, and obviously we recorded yesterday and discussed the first-round pick that the Titans had at 29 overall, um, that being Isaiah Wilson, the tackle out of Georgia, and he's a really big guy and a good addition to the offensive line, especially for depth, and uh, you know, at first, there were some concerns about that pick and you know just kind of in regards to who would be left there in the second round that we could get at positions that we need a little bit more uh obviously like cornerback um just kind of the you know what concerns did you have when we first drafted Isaiah Wilson with the first round pick uh what concerns did you have going into round two well kind of like we talked about yesterday uh after we stepped back and looked at it we actually really liked the Isaiah Wilson pick just because, you know, like you said, it adds good depth to our offensive line. And we also noted how J-Rob said, you know, there's you can find good corners, good athletic corners in later rounds. And when round two started up, I wasn't exactly sure what the Titans were going to do when it came to their pick for round two. But as players kept going off the board and Christian Fulton was still sitting there as it got closer and closer to the Titans He pick, was the, the no-brainer that, pick. Right. That's who I was hoping that they were going to take. And, uh, you know, basically getting a corner who could have easily win in the first round and getting him in the second round. Exactly. And no one would have been mad about, you know, if he was taken in the first round by the Titans. A lot of people had him mocked to the Titans in the first round. This is a first-round talent, and, you know, J-Rob just he played the, the draft board perfectly and got a, a good offensive tackle in the first round. And, you know, somehow, what whatever it may be, his magic voodoo or whatever, just, I mean, maybe he just had a hunch that Fulton would be there when they came up with their second-round pick. And so Christian Fulton, the cornerback out of LSU, um, the guy that they, that they took in the second round, he had a lot of success against very good receivers throughout um, you know his time at LSU, and obviously playing in the SEC and playing in some of these bigger games where obviously LSU, the um, reigning national champions, he played in some big games against some very good talent. Go ahead and talk a little bit about Christian Fulton and his collegiate career. All right, so looking back at Fulton's senior year at LSU, he had 14 passes defended, one interception, had 28 solo tackles, 10 assisted, had one tackle for loss, played in 15 games. You know, he was a very solid corner for LSU. You know, he had to match up against good receivers uh, that Alabama had, like Jerry Judy, Ruggs. He also had to match up against T. Higgins in the national championship game. The first pick of the second round to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I have some 
I saw something interesting on Twitter yesterday about specifically his matchups with Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, and T. Higgins. Obviously, Judy and Ruggs both going in the first round, and Higgins uh, the first pick of the second round, like I said. Um, so per PFF draft uh, on Twitter, at PFF underscore college, uh, in Fulton's matchups combined against those three receivers, he had a, there were 11 targets, and he allowed three catches – for only 39 yards on those 11 targets when guarding those receivers. Uh, three pass breakups on those 11 targets. So that that's some big play from a cornerback that you can steal at the end of the second round. So I'm, I'm definitely excited about this pick. And, you know, I mean, time will tell if he is as good of a value as we think he is. But it definitely seems – right now that this was another great second round pick by John Robinson. Um, he's been very good on day two of the draft in previous years. Uh, some guys that came on day two of the draft, which obviously second and third round would be Derek Henry, Kevin Byard, Harold Landry. And in this last draft, obviously AJ Brown, who had a standout rookie season. So he's gotten some very good guys in day two, uh, rounds two and three, obviously, Byard making a Pro Bowl, Derrick Henry with a Pro Bowl or two. I can't exactly remember how many, but um, definitely a lot of success from those players. And uh, so then you move on to round three, and after they filled that need at the cornerback position, you weren't really sure if they were going to double dip and grab another cornerback or what they might go with. They ended up with... Darrington Evans, running back out of Appalachian State. Uh, he's a very skilled offensive player. Um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about his time at Appalachian State. All right. Looking back at his uh, junior year at App State, he had 255 carries for 1,480 yards, averaged out to 5.8 yards per carry, had 18 touchdowns, uh, running the ball, 21 receptions for 198 yards, averages out to 9.4 yards per catch, and had five receiving touchdowns. I also want to add that throughout his career at App State, he um, ended up with three kick return touchdowns. So, I mean, just a good all-around player. He's definitely going to help out on third down and in our return game. Absolutely. Um, he even... Um, on a video, I believe I can't remember if it's Twitter or Instagram, but he put out he's excited to produce in special teams. Obviously, in the return game, I think that he can step in and be that return guy that we've been kind of missing. Obviously, Khalif Raymond doing some of it and Adoree Jackson doing some of the punt returning, but I think that Darrington Evans can be a guy that can step in there and do both of those roles and play very well at it. And, you know, I didn't know much about Evans when the Titans drafted him last night, so I went and looked at his combine information. So he's 5'10", 203 pounds. He ran a 4'4", and put up 20 bench press reps. So, you know, I'm pretty excited to see how our one-two punch with him and Derrick Henry. I think goes. he's a very good combination with Derrick Henry. You kind of get that grounded pound style with Derrick Henry and then you get the faster shake and bake with Darrington Evans. Um, I'm a, he's a, a very 
dynamic and versatile player, and he even lined up in the slot a little bit in college, which is kind of important because if you have a running back that has good enough receiving skills to go out and line up in the slot, that's you know that like he he can make a huge impact doing stuff like that. So I definitely think he's someone that can move around a lot and be used in different ways. So it's going to be really exciting to see how the Titans use him in his rookie year. So what kind of impact do you expect these guys to have coming in for their rookie season, considering they're probably going to have a good amount of playing time? Yeah, I definitely think that they could see a lot of time on the field, um, you know, and I expect them both to make a pretty big impact. Uh, Obviously, Christian Fulton, he's a lockdown corner. Um, He plays really good in man coverage. Sometimes he can be a bit too aggressive, but also at other times that can turn out really good for him. Um, I think that Fulton can come in and be a guy that you can stick on a receiver man-to-man and you know just expect him to play well on that receiver one-on-one. Um, and then obviously Darrington Evans, I think that the biggest thing with him is he is a guy – to help out Derrick Henry. Um, I still believe that we should be giving Henry a big long-term contract, and I'm, I still believe in Henry. But as you know, as, as much as I believe in him, he still needs help in the backfield. Most running backs do. I would almost go and say that all running backs need help in the backfield. This is a good guy to come in there and give him that help. And I would honestly expect a lot of plays that are designed to get Evans in open field because – you know, once he has a hole there or once he has some open field to work with, he can be very dangerous. So I would expect to see throughout the season some plays like that, um, kind of designed to just get him some space to work because he can definitely be very, very dangerous if you get him in those situations. So, it, you know, we're recording this the morning before the start of day three of the draft. And where do you expect the Titans to go, um, you know, with their, I believe they have four picks remaining. What kind of positions would you expect them to try to fill with these next few picks? I could see the Titans going with another cornerback in today's, uh, you know, like rounds four through seven. Mm-hmm. I could also see them maybe trying to add another tight end in these later rounds that, you know, may not come in and be a starter, but could be a good piece later on. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad with either of those positions. Do you have any guys in mind? As far as tight end goes, uh, if Thaddeus Moss is still available. You've mentioned uh, Thaddeus Moss a few times. Is there anything specific about him that kind of stands out to you as far as, you know, why you'd want to bring him in? Well, for me, just looking back at this past season for him at LSU, he's a guy that can, you know, move the chains. I believe he averaged out to about 12.1 yards per reception. Uh, He had 47 receptions for 570 yards and four touchdowns in his junior year at LSU. And, I mean, another big thing, it is Randy Moss's son. And you think of the kind of career that Randy Moss had. Obviously, I'm not saying that you know Thaddeus Moss is going to 
duplicate that because, you know, two different positions, but he can have that pedigree to make an impact in the league. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that he could be uh, a, a good prospect to bring in and could be a good addition to the tight ends that we already have. Um, obviously, you know, Jonu Smith, Anthony Furkser, um those are, in my opinion, we have good tight ends. I like those guys, and I wouldn't be upset to see Moss added into that mix of guys that we already have there. Obviously, we've also got Cole uh, Herdman. I don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, obviously, he's more of a, a run blocking, pass blocking, not much of a receiving tight end, and I think we could use – another tight end that can get down the field and catch the ball. Now, do you have any guys in mind of that you would like to see the Titans take today if they're still available? Well, uh, I don't know if he will be available. I uh, don't know how these uh, – obviously the Titans are going to have to wait almost two whole rounds before they can pick today. Uh, but a guy that I would like to see is Amick Robertson. Uh, he would be a good addition to the cornerbacks. Um, he's a guy that I wouldn't have been mad taking in the third round, but if he can fall to that fifth round pick, that would be another steal that they could add. Uh, what do you think about the possibility of taking a backup quarterback sometime before the day's over? I would be okay with that. Um, I'm not sure what all quarterbacks are left. Well, some guys that would stand out to me in about – Probably one of those three seventh-round picks that we have is Cole McDonald uh, out of Hawaii or Steve Montez, and I believe he went to college at Colorado. I might be wrong on that, so so don't quote me on that, but I wouldn't be mad. With either one of those guys, they can make plays with their legs and also have some pretty good arm talent. So I would look to – I would look for the Titans to grab one of those guys in the seventh round, and if they're not available, I would expect them to pick up a quarterback sometime today because, obviously, we have Logan Woodside, but I just believe that we need another guy that could be ready to step in in the event that Tannehill got injured. Um, I think I feel like without picking up a guy in the draft today, we could be in a bad spot if something like that happened. I agree. Because kind of like what we talked about with the first round, you know, with taking a, getting more depth for the offensive line, it's also a good idea to have good depth for your quarterback or, you know, someone who can step in in case your starting quarterback does get injured. You know, you don't want just some random guy or having to plug your punter in as your quarterback because you don't have enough well, I mean, I'm hoping that that's not what's going to happen for sure. Um, but it's never bad to have depth at all positions. You know, um, most teams that make it very deep into the playoffs and are Super Bowl winners are teams that have depth all around. And, you know, that depth is built on day three of the draft. You, um because throughout an NFL season, their guys are going to take bumps and bruises. They're going to miss a game or two here and there. And you need guys that are good enough to step in and fill that role. Maybe not as good as the guy above them, but good enough to where you don't have a gaping hole 
at wherever you have a player that's injured at. You know, you can't just have three good cornerbacks because if one of them goes out, you're going to get burned by someone. You know, the key is to have depth all around, and I think that that's something the Titans are going to be able to start on building today. Uh, Obviously, they've built some depth at edge throughout free agency. Speaking of free agency, with the picks that we have seen so far, what does this make you think about Jadavion Clowney? Uh, obviously, this has been a hot topic for a while now, and they still have not taken an edge rusher in the draft. So what does that make you think as far as their progress with him? Well, I'm hoping since the Titans have not addressed the edge rusher in the draft by taking anyone, that this means that something is either in the works with Jadavion Clowney or they already have something worked out with Clowney. I believe at this point, if they go ahead and sign Clowney, they're still going to get the compensation for Jack Conklin. And, you know, I mean, at this point, I'm really just hoping and praying for Clowney because he he can really make a difference on this team. And he is that player that if we can get Jadavion Clowney, we have a good shot of making it to the Super Bowl, uh, in my opinion. Well, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I agree with that. I know there's been a couple times where we've been a little hard on the Clowney uh, situation, not really wanting him here, not sure. But I think as you know, we've discussed this before, as we've done more of our research on Clowney, he can make such an impact on the defensive side of the ball and affect so many things that if we were to add him, I believe that is going to put us in a spot to where we can make the Super Bowl because the main thing that hurt us last year was Mahomes getting to sit back and having just so much time. Entirely too much time. Yeah, to make plays down the field and even get out of the pocket and make plays. And Clowney could be a guy that could come in and really – take care of that for well us. and and even then you know you have a hole that Jarrell Casey's the, the trade uh, of Jarrell Casey has left and honestly I think that he could come in and make a bigger impact than Casey would have been able to make next year um, Casey was getting a little up there in age uh, obviously he was still performing at a high level but I think that Clowney can come in and really make a huge, huge difference. So, at this point, I'm completely in on Jadavion Clowney. And, and if he's not, if he's not racking up sacks, just QB pressure and hits. You know, he doesn't necessarily have to, you know, just come out and break the sack record this year or even hit 15. Just if he can get back there and disrupt plays, I mean, that's a win for me. Absolutely, and um, so. You know, it's going to be interesting today seeing how the rest of the draft goes. And, you know, best case scenario, you know, right after the draft is over, some news comes out, you know, breaking the Titans have signed, Jadavion Clowney. And then at at that point, I'm going to be going to get my Tennessee Titans Super Bowl tattoo. So uh, that's all that we've got for today. Obviously, um, the next few rounds of the draft coming up here in just a minute. So we're going to see how the Titans handle day three of the draft, and hopefully we are just as happy 
tomorrow or this evening rather as we are right now. I think that John Robinson has done a great job so far, not only him, but Mike Vrabel and the scouting department. I um, think they've done a great job. And make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Titans underscore time. Check out our website, TitansTimePodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast. And make sure you leave us a five-star rating. Check back in next weekend where we will be back with some more Titans coverage. And, uh, you know, we'll probably be discussing the how the rest of the draft went.